we threw them out the building this way and the wind hit them because we watched the thing fly all the way to Santa Island. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Welcome to It's a Hawaii Thing. You got Lanai, and that's Brooke Lee, Hi. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, tell everybody what this is real quick before we introduce our guests. It's These are bougie, nice. bougie bottles. Yes, very nice. Local girl made them. Go get a bougie bottle. H- They're a new sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Thank you to Bougie Bottle. Also, hey, you got to go pick up our new t-shirts. We did a collab with 88 T. Oh, those are nice. I didn't yes. see them till now. So nice. Oh, look at that in the back. Me and uh, Avian and Brooke helped design these. Aww, look at these. look at us with I our podcast. I think those are us. Is yeah. it? I think that's <laughs> us. Go pick one up at 88 T's. Support, support Brooke's college fund and my kid's college fund <laughs> as well. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest. Um, you guys are cousins how? Yeah. Molokai side. Molokai side. Yeah. Like through mom, dad, how? What's the, li- what's the line? Dad's yeah. side. Dad side. Dad he's side. he's won multiple Nahoku Hanohana awards. I think uh, it was 2007. You got like Song of the Year, Artist of the Year. You mm-hmm. won all of them. All of them. In 2007, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kavika Kahiapo. How are Hi, you, cousin? How you guys? Welcome Thanks for joining us. Show. Glad to be here. What you been up to? Well, we did a couple of tours in recent months with my new group, Kulaivi. Nice. Lehu Kalima and Sean Pimentel. Yeah. I'm remodeling my house, laying flooring. Oh. My knees are sore. (laughs) You got to get knee pads. Easy. (laughs) I got them, but I don't put them on. You got to put knee pads on. I have a friend who does carpet, that's why. Uh. And he has like knee pads everywhere. I was like, are you playing volleyball? What's going on? (laughs) He's like, that's when I lay carpet. But yeah, because he always loses them, I guess. So he has like 20 knee pads everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. One in the truck, one in the car, one in the house. <laughs> nice. Anyway, how's it playing music again? It's it's good. It's going well. You know, I'm just happy to be rolling back. And uh, you didn't stop though during the post- pandemic. You just went online. Yeah, I went online with the uh, Outrigger Resorts platform. Yeah, you were one thing, of the first, right? That thing went all over the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People checking in from like Kuwait, bro, China, yeah, Australia. They wanted, they wanted to see Hawaii too. They, so, I, what it was it a camera they put up um, on Facebook? I, I I set up my phone. Okay, and they just fed it through their feed and on their platform they sent it out. Yeah, I mean yeah. it literally was yeah. like the world shut down March whatever, and like within days they days. were up and yeah, I remember seeing it. And then everybody else went, oh, we can do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Because like I was thinking, you know, first first run, put up the camera, like yeah. I was gonna do like half an hour, like five minutes in, all the different countries, right. yeah, Hawaiian music, slack key. So I decided I'll do an hour. I did two hours that day. Good. My Venmo was off the hook, like yeah. two yeah. grand. And then, and then Outrigger, because I interviewed somebody with Outrigger right after the pandemic hit. They said they just kept you guys on. Yeah. You, they, you were like gigging regularly like if you had totally. gone into the hotel, but you guys were doing it virtual. Yeah. So we did one whole year from like, I want to say late March, early April of 2020. You did yeah. it from their stage, the one from by the our, pool? From no, my from backyard. Their backyard. But the important thing was that Outrigger supported the musicians yeah. Yeah. everybody else. Yeah. I danced at Halikulani. We were cut yeah. loose. Like mm. you're gone for, you're not gigging, you're not gigging. Yeah. So they were letting them gig and they were still paying them. So, so. I was on my porch with the Wamanala Mountains behind me and my yeah. white flag flying. People just, oh. I know, uh, Ruben and I did uh, Kelly Boy and Roman and who else was there? Josh Tatofi. Literally from the we yard. We did a live yeah. from Kelly Boy's yard. Oh, his backyard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the mountains behind. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, you got to pivot, pivot, right? Yeah. So when, you, when you're not playing music, you, you're doing construction? 
Or you just construction, do construction and helping my wife in the garden in the backyard. But like, let's uh-huh. be, let's like, he's not for hire, Hawaii. Like, yeah. he's doing his own construction for yeah. your own, for your own house. Yeah, yeah I he, used to be for hire, but not anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's a full time musician. All and the honeydew stuff yeah. around the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the house looks like a mansion. Now. Ooh. <laughs> it looks like a palace. It, it will one day. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like to listen to when you're not playing Hawaiian music? Is there um, anything different? Dude. I like the oldies. I like stuff from the seventies, eighties. Yeah, mellow rock. You know, the old school stuff like Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yeah, you know, CCR. Because you know he's on the radio again now, right? He's yeah, but I'm yeah. doing eighties and nineties, dude. Yeah, but it's your old Traffic Jam. What is it called? Yeah, yeah, the Traffic Jam. When you used to be on with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Chris. thank you. Uh, it's different now. <laughs> it different. I mean, the music's the same, which is cool. Um, but yeah, just radio in general. So it's, everyone's, I don't know how many people are actually listening because everyone has Spotify and right. everything else, right? But it's been True. fun to listen to all the old school music. I'm making again. my kids listen to you because we're on the drive homes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't understand it because like when the commercials come on, like how do I turn the page? How do I turn the page? How do I turn the page on the dials? Uh-huh. So, they want to swipe the yeah, screen. Yeah, they don't understand a, yeah, that it's how radio analog works. and that's just you play it out. Right. The commercial got to get through to the next song. They don't and then, you know, the younger generation doesn't realize how much, how key radio was for musicians. It, it, it was. It and, was the only outlet. Yeah. And even like like you, back in the day, you were working in radio when it was still analog, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was playing records. And went records to CDs to carts. To carts. To, to digital, digital. And then it went to computers now that's why it's taken me so it's, long it's like three weeks now and i'm still trying to figure <laughs> out how this stuff works <laughs> like, where do i stick yeah. the there's nothing what's funny do. is half the building i hired in radio oh, and they're all yeah. been there for 20 years now <laughs> wow. and they're teaching me how to use <laughs> the equipment which is kind of embarrassing it's the circle of life <laughs> it is we're talking story with kavika don't go anywhere we'll be right back with more it's a hawaii thing Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code A-H-I-THING. Welcome back to It's a Hawaii Thing. Kavika hanging out with us. We're talking uh, music. We're talking about old school stuff. What did you listen to when you were growing up? Gabby. Yeah. Sander Mano. Mm-hmm. Ted Nugent. <laughs> Ted Nugent, that's a Aerosmith. mix. Yeah. But my my probably most often spinned LP was Earl Clue. Really? Wow. Like just that nylon guitar jazz stuff. So that years of that influences my, my slack key now. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. For people who don't know what slack key is, explain the elevator pitch. What is slack key? Alternative tuning is the most often, you know, take the key, tune it down, or slack it, which is kihoalu. And that's kind of like, that that thing is from the volcanoes who brought it to Hawaii, the guitar. Yeah. Hawaiians kind of did the thing. Then Hawaiians started migrating to the West Coast and beyond. And so, was it by accident that they did? I some of the kapuna say it was by accident that they figured out that sound when they started tuning it. It was because was was known to guitar guys as four forty tuning, which is E A D G B E. Is we were like. You know, this is the Hawaiian thing. Give Hawaiian something, and they, they, they hybrid the thing, right? Yeah. So the tuning was to basically slack it so the entire thing is just one full chord all alone without your left hand on the fretboard. And this was uh, introduced to us by the Spanish when they came over and brought cattle. 
yeah. and also because Spain was next to Portugal, that's how the Portuguese came and they brought the ukulele mm -hmm. as well, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't called the ukulele. It was a yeah. different type of different, instrument yeah, and we it became it ukulele here. Ukulele jumping flea. Yeah. You, now, did you learn ukulele first or did you learn? I did. I learned ukulele. My dad taught me ukulele when I was like eight years old. Uh-huh. And an old school is sit down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put the ukulele, taught me a couple of songs, and like two years later when I was like 10, sit down, boy. Put the guitar in my lap. Uh -huh. It was tuned to slack key. I had zero inches, like, on like, so the guitar's against my body. And before he walks away, he leans over and he strums it like this. You felt like it. Some, some kind of like spiritual moment, bro. Yeah. I was like, I want to do this. And I started playing slack key from like 10 years old. Now, was he teaching you notes or were he just teaching you how to He just was just jam? teaching me movements like scales, uh -huh. you know, arpeggios, up and down, ascending, descending. It's like the typical like Ray Connick, Ledward sounding stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> which is what I started playing with. And then first five years, only slack key. And then started playing with some guys in high school and got more into the contemporary side, you know, with Olomana and Kalapana, all of that coming out. Yeah, yeah. Where did you go to high school? Castle. Yeah. Ooh, and the were arts. You, were you the... Uh, 78. Were you the boys sitting under the tree with the ukulele I and the was guitar? cut class, sat under the tree. Was Ron Bright there yet? Ron Bright was there. Mm -hmm. He was the most inspirational guy for so many... Yeah. yeah. Probably thousands of people yeah. over the years that their lives were changed by being mentored under that guy. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of arts. We need to bring these programs back, man. There's so many schools getting rid of music. It's so sad. It's expensive. That's why they... Any excuse, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they don't test it. Back. So if it's not on the test, then yeah. they don't I think uh, for it. I was talking... I can't remember who I was talking to. We were on the road. Um, maybe it was Kelly Boy. Um, obviously, Capena has a school now. Yeah. But we were talking about how do you get all the musicians together to give back a piece of their royalty or anything so it goes back to the schools. You know, like if you got every, almost like forming a union, I guess, or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that. But how could, you know, how do you get these schools to afford instruments I don't know if again? the musicians should have to do that because the musicians have a hard enough time getting the gigs and controlling no, no. their it, own. No, no, honestly, if you put everyone together, though, it's different, right? You create a movement, not just one musician. It has to be everybody. Because I, I think it's on DBED. I think it's on Hawaii tourism i think it's on them because on the backs of all of these musicians they are the ones that are out there pushing aloha spirit pushing yeah. all of that stuff that's where that connection but i, but is I don't think the to. government is gonna you know deep it all it's all government that's not gonna happen anymore it, if we created a movement and you got the big names to help with that movement it would be i think it'd be huge it's funny you mentioned that because recently i've been having conversations with sean pimentel and mm -hmm. uh, they did some big thing on the big island like a month ago with Gaylord Holomalia. Uh huh. And uh, we're talking about how we can reshape or, or revisit that, that the solidarity of like what used to be the musicians union. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so all of those topics come up like mentoring, giving back programs yeah. where we can like serve the community, but at the same time just keep generating some kind of income revenue. Well, and I, my theory is if you all got together and created the movement, you're going to get the grants to follow because there's right. so many grants. So right. many I think grants. because of the pandemic just last year, there was yep. like a billion dollars yep. in grants for cultural arts, music, all of that. And no one claimed it because yeah. it's not the easiest thing to claim. Mm -hmm. What is the Musicians know? Union doing now? I think it's different. It's not like uh, 
It's it's well, we got to take a break. We'll yeah. ask you about what you think in a minute. Don't go anywhere. Kavika hanging out with us. It's a Hawaii thing. We'll be right back. Long's Drugs is always here for Hawaii, providing your family with their local favorites, accessible health and wellness services to keep you safe and healthy. Make Long's a part of your day. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HiFiCU.com. Homeworld, locally owned and quality brands. Let us help you create your perfect home. Welcome back to It's a Hawaii Thing. Kavika hanging out with us. We're talking about music and unions. And, the, you know, before the break, union, what, what is the music now? I what know do... that the Musicians Union, I used to use them when I was gigging in Waikiki before I left to do all the other stuff. I used to take my paychecks over there where the SAG place used to be, where Ultras is now. Um, and I would give them my hula paycheck and they would take the taxes out for me and payroll it for me. And then I, that way I wouldn't get whapped at the end of the year because what is a 17, 18 year old know how about t- paying taxes? And then at the end of the year, they sent you a W-2 and then you would be able to get money back or not because you don't make enough, whatever. But they would payroll me at that union, at the musicians union. That's is that how I it is now still? Well, I've been in this business 42 years now. And uh, the only union band and union house I played in ever was at Palani Vaughn at Alamana Hotel. Really? So he kind of facilitated and managed all the, you know, all the, all the income, you know, the payments coming from the uh-huh. hotel. Then he would break it down, do the union stuff, and uh, pay us the paycheck after that. But that whole thing with, with the, the musicians' union is, uh, if if at the time back then, if you were an active union member, you pretty much they they were like you had to go play in a union house venue, ah. and not everyone was. Yeah, yeah. Because there weren't a lot of union houses. Y- yeah, and so it's like that. That's the whole thing that most musicians have been struggling with since I think the the 60s or even 50s was just how do you get to a union house, follow all the pr- protocols and criteria, and and yet still earn enough money. To yeah. Well, you know, the actors do it, right? And they um they have their own. I mean, look like Leonardo. He has his own nonprofit. Of course, he's he has so much money. He mm-hmm. needs the nonprofit. But what they're doing with their money is what I think Hawaii artists can do. And then once again, once you start doing it, and it's not that every artist has to give a big percentage of their check. There isn't it's a lot just, to give. Yeah, it's just creating a movement so you get the grants. But that's where Haruki right. you, you know in. what I mean? That's where, you yeah, know, yeah, but Academy it's a, Recording Arts a little old, uh, A little old movement on that side. Yeah. So the younger guy's going to have to do it, you know, the next generation's yeah. going to have to do it now yeah. or else not going to have. Right. Because originally it was supposed to be about, the Musicians Union was supposed to be about being able to give them dental and health yeah. and retirement and but you know it's hard to get everybody on board that's one of the things we, we're talking about with sean pimentel is like how how we can just focus on getting more services to the yeah to the, because, it's the grants i mean even when sure. bozo passed away when roland casimero yeah. i mean yeah. every single time a major thing happens yeah. to a big musician yeah. we're raising money we're yeah. out there doing yeah. funds because they cannot yeah. pay for their dialysis cannot pay for i think it's just going in the wrong direction that's all it just needs to be tuned a little bit because i've been learning about these grants the last couple of years and there's a lot sitting there and nobody's claiming them and it's not easy to claim that's why no i know i'm writing yeah. grants i know exactly what you're so, talking about but maybe that's the route you got to have that conversation I, I think that's one of the answers to one of the routes to take for yeah. um, some people don't even know what what options there are even out there yeah. for people but, to tap But into. I was thinking because you know, like we did the Pride for <coughs> Philippines, and what we're doing is we're focusing on one project. So what we do is we brought all the 
uh, Filipino celebrities together. They're not putting any of their money into it. They're just creating a movement. And now what's happening is, oh, everyone's involved in that. Now the money's starting to come in oh. to the movement. Oh, I see. So you guys are just creating the movement. You sit down with the grant writers, and then that's how it happens. But then there needs to be a nonprofit attached to it because you can't just write no grants need. just to grant. Yeah, you don't. You, but you don't have to have. You can use. You say uh, Castle. You want to go and donate. The goal this year is to get fifty instruments to them, right? Mm. You create that movement. People are going to start donating. Money goes straight to the high school. You guys are just being the spokespersons, and then you pick the next school or you pick the next one. So it doesn't necessarily have to go to you as a musician. It's going to the school. True. There's I, I ways think, around it. I think just being informed you know because if Educate. you can collaboratively get all the rank and file yeah. together and put out some idea yeah maybe half of it. i tried um yeah. the second year after island 98.5 we got it going i tried to get all the musicians together in a room <laughs> it was a turned into an argument because some of the record label guys were there oh. and that was a mess already was that the one in kanioi at, uh, no i did uh, it at ala moana i see yeah we yeah. did something like that at uh sean mosley's place in kanioi when uh -huh. he was there was some heated discussion. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, because you have these different buckets, yeah? You have the record label guys putting up money. Right now, I mean, everyone's their own record label now, so it's a little different. Yeah. But this was 20 years ago. Right. Oh, um, but that needs to happen again, I think. Just musicians. Record labels? No. Oh, okay. Just all the musicians get together um, without the labels because right. they're their own label now. We got to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a Hawaii thing. We'll be right back. Get your house in order. Go to HiFiCU.com and download the whole Kelly guidebook today. Since 1846, St. Louis School is where boys who want to change the world become the men who do. Visit StLouisHawaii.org. Keep the noise and heat out and the AC in with exclusive Ali'i Extreme windows from Windows Hawaii. Visit TrustWindowsHawaii.com today. Welcome back to It's a Hawaii Thing. Kavika hanging out with us. We're talking about music, Hawaii, Hawaiian music. And you, I didn't know you were a rocker. They're all rockers on the inside. On the inside, yeah. 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 Aerosmith. What else did you like? Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent was a little bit surprising yeah. for me. Give so me a Ted Nugent song. Interesting, because we had this Boston stereo. We would stack like five LPs. One would be like Makao Sons, No Cristo. <laughs> Ted Nugent, yeah, yeah. Smith and Gabby. What's up, Demaloa? What he's talking about is kids. There was record players, and you could put stack the records, and after one played, the needle would move, and then the next one would drop. Little plastic dish. <laughs> it was very innovative at the time. Go check out your local museum. It's analog. You guys are all into that now. Yeah. You guys yeah. have all the. It's coming back. Yeah. yeah. Who do you listen Vinyl. to now? Who do you like now? Like up to date, like pop or anything. I'm. There's nobody. I'm it's very. Okay. I'm not well that. versed at all with the latest music. Uh -huh. Like my daughter will come and I, oh, what's that? Oh, what are you talking about? She's like, this is the most hottest band. And like, yeah. And She's I'm talking like, about BTS. I'm clueless. Do you know? Just, do you know the K-pop stuff? The Korean. I know groups? of the K-pop yeah. stuff. I wouldn't. I wouldn't you be able know. to pick it off off the radio if I heard it. Sorry. She, yeah. She's a BTS fan. I'm a BTS. Oh. Fan. Yeah, that's the, army member. Those Korean so guys right different. there that wear makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, Why that's do you right. always have to point out the red? <laughs> I remember. I remember those guys. You're wearing you makeup. remember those guys? You've seen. Yeah, our days was New Kids on the Block and uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Your days was now Kiss. It's BTS. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Kiss. We had Kiss albums. You know what? Too, I did like one Kiss song. Uh, Beth was it called? Beth, I hear you call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great song. I didn't yeah. know it was Kiss for like 20 years. I love how you try to make it seem like you were a new kids on the block era. You were not. You I was. Were, I broke a, all their music, too. You were an adult at the time, sir. No, I was 18. <laughs> Sorry. That's an adult, Me and sir. John Knight are the same age, and when they came to Hawaii, First of all, it's Jordan, we helped them. not no, John. John is the brother. Okay. 
who's uh, the one that didn't sing lead. Jordan was the lead singer, so she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But I used to tour with New Kids on the Block. So oh, I used wow. to hang out with them all the time. Wow. As anyway, a legal adult. Yeah, I was 17. You just said you were 18. Check so between 17 and 25 is when Wait, I... Wait, you're about out. New Generation time too. Yeah, me and New Generation Maestro came up guys. at the same time. Yeah. Crazy. We broke all their music. Black Street. Yeah. No. But we're talking about the local groups, New Generation. Who's that local group that um, you were with? New uh, Generation. No, the girls. Um, Forte. Forte. They came right after. They were Forte. like four or five years after. Wait, wait, wait. And then you had the girls from Y and I. Yeah, who's the yeah. ones that went and signed with uh, Babyface for a little while? Yeah, um, Tenderoni. Tenderoni. So I, we were, were with here? them. Yeah, Y and I. Yeah. Um, two sisters and two cousins. Yeah. Wow. Three sisters and a cousin. They had the sound. Hey, I we went. I sat in the meeting where they signed the deal with Babyface. No way. It was amazing. Yeah, everyone cried. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I wasn't even part of it. I was crying, <laughs> but I was actually there filming it. So Josh is opening for him sooner. Yes, uh, September third. Incredible. You guys want some tickets? Babyface is coming. To That's town. what happens when we work in radio. <laughs> See how that works. We have some uh, parting gifts, don't we? Oh yeah. Wait, did you bring a guitar? No, he's gonna go to Makaha after this. He's got to travel. You have light. a guitar? I don't. Oh shucks. Okay. We should leave a guitar here in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. You I get have, your and own I have one. It's in the car. You get your own bougie bottle. Hey, you get a water bottle. You gotta hydrate, Kavika. You gotta hydrate. Can you give me the hi maka maka? Give me the manao for bougie. Hi maka maka. Eighty-eight tees shirts. You get three of these. Wow. And we got your size too. Various colors. The merch. Yes. Hey, this show isn't any small, just rinky-dink show. Hawaiian Chip Company is a sponsor. Yes, thanks to Jimmy and the gang. Manny Max is a sponsor. Thanks to Jimmy and the gang down there at uh, Hawaiian Chip Company. We got Old Pully whiskey whiskey very good whiskey wow. good for your mixed drinks i'm not a whiskey guy and but pigeon this is moji because yeah. you awesome. got it we're gonna crack this open right now when i make char siu sauce this is there you go right, right there yours. there you Sorry, go i'm opening yours for you but oh, here you, you gotta crack it open and, and you gotta read, read your read a fortune you gotta read it in pigeon by the way pigeon. have you seen these yet the cookie's not, pretty good too not yet yeah tell everybody your social media while you Open that. Oh, Kavika, I like that. KavikaKahiapo.net. Yep. Wow. <clears throat> KavikaKahiapo.net. He's also on Facebook a lot. And are you on Instagram? No, I'm not on Instagram. You're not on, on the Instagram. Facebook right. a lot. He is in spirit. Okay, so uh, go ahead and read this it. This is going to be authentic. Turn up your guys's pigeon emoji. Yeah. Okay. It's, Don't it's rip stuck it. in the cookie. Oh, oh, there okay. you go. Flip it. Hulimaka, flip it over. Smack it up. Flip it. Rub it down. Nope. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not easy. W A N D A. I wonder how fortune cookies stay so akamai. Hey, that's pretty good. Right emphasis is on right yes, syllables. Right emphasis is. Yeah, that's good how job that works, there. <laughs> so diction I, is key. Uh, am, I, am I graded on enunciation? You did or, very good. Not content. everyone, not, not even the Bradas could read Dude. theirs straight. I think James did pretty good, but Tony didn't do Tony so well. Tony choked. Yeah. Straight up. But thank you for coming on the show, Kavik. Thanks for coming. You guys follow him on uh, Facebook and uh, check out his website. Support the local musicians, you guys. Um, You can uh, follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. We're going to go to the extended version. He's going to swear in pigeon. So you can see the rest of this interview. Go and check us out. And mahalo for watching. Follow us on the gram, too, at It's a Hawaii Thing. And pick up our new shirts at 88Ts. 88Ts. Go check them out. All right. See you guys next time. Ahui ho. Aloha.
Welcome back to It's a Hawaii Thing, the extended version. Those Extra. of you on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and uh, you can get all the new shows that come out, Don't a notification, and then hit the little bell. All right? That's all you got to do. Also, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Who would you like to see on the show? Kavika Kahiapo is hanging out with us and we were talking about music and uh, rock music. I want to get into Kula, e- Kula EV for a second because yeah. this happened, what? You guys are, how new are you? And this is with Sean Pimentel. Sean and Pimentel and Lehua Kalima. Yes. Uh, it, you know, from Naleo yeah. to like, we, we all branch out and do other stuff and collaborations. And uh, a few years ago, Sean produced Lehua yeah. on her solo, solo CD. Yeah. So they're, they're starting to gig. And Sean was more just a guitar guy. Yeah. Lehua sang. And one day she said, Boo, you got to start singing. And he started singing. And he had vocals like just blew us all away, kind of, yeah. you know. Anyway. Um, he did a little short thing with Kalapana too. He did, yeah. yeah. Kalapana, Hawaiian style band. He tours with Kelly Rachel yeah. and Kamaka Three Eva. Plus. Three plus, yeah. So um, I was doing Made in Hawaii a couple of years ago with my bass player Joe Baranobis, and uh, Sean was in the audience, and he was like, "Oh, I love how you guys sound." So <laughs> he called Lehua. Then we got in a conversation on the phone. It's like, let's start a band. So I jumped in. They had some stuff pre-recorded that came in. Layered some tracks on top of that and added some slack key in my voice. And this is one of the most synergistic bands I, I've been in my whole life. Really? Like less than a year, over a year, about a year? Yeah, about a year. About to, a year, it, right? You guys yeah, are still brand newish. Yeah, still brand newish. Yeah. Did you release anything yet? Uh, yeah, a new CD called Kulaivi Native Lands. Okay. And yeah, we've done two West Coast tours already and I'm planning some more stuff this summer and fall. I was supposed to see you guys in San Francisco. This oh. was like, uh, I don't know. Last or before the holidays, right? Right, you guys were there. Yeah, yeah. Or was it just December? So people know because there are some rumors out there on the street. This wasn't something that was just oh everybody not gigging because it's the pandemic. Like this was a premeditated. You guys didn't just hui together because everybody was like, "There's no gigs. Let's just start hooing together." You guys were thinking about doing this for a while because they'd already laid tracks. Yeah, yeah. So the initial. Getting together, meeting of the minds was like three years ago. Yeah, see, so the rumor mill can stop now. This is not a last-minute <laughs> yeah. firehouse sale yeah. of let's all get together and start gigging because, you know, the gigs are coming back. It was, we're a band. We all have our own kuleana we're doing, but we're getting together and putting all of our eggs Do you Do basket. you remember your first gig? Where did you play at? That paid gig? Yeah, I graduated high school 78 uh-huh. that summer. Started playing with Chucky Boy Chalk. Oh, wow. So I think he, he got in some strategic kind of idea where, where Noodle Shop is. Yeah. Where Uncle Mo used to play. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. Um, right across the street. There's this place, Aloha Surf Lounge. Yes. Boo. Now it's an Aston. One of the half circle booths like this, there was no stage. So the half circle booth, they took the table out. And that was you <laughs> we guys. We sat in the back of the booth with our feet dangling. Wow. And that was our stage. The that first, was the first best time of Hawaiian music. Crazy. Yeah, because there was music everywhere, everywhere. too. Yeah, everywhere. Every hotel you could go, you just go hop. Yeah, to, yeah. So we'd just walk across the street, see Uncle Mo, and yeah, Skip and brother is pull up in their big Ford Econoline van, and we go in the van. And, and then, then and Frank DeLima took over that room. Frank after. DeLima was there alternating. Yeah, yeah. 
with yeah. Uncle Mort. It was that long best. that long room. I remember. I was yeah. like, I feel like sixth grade or something. Make a movie about that time of history. Of totally. Like Waikiki and what it was. Remember like. we talked was about happy. what was the what was the guy the guest we had the young boy the director. Alika. Yes, we yeah. didn't we talk about that with him that time kind period. Of. Would have been a good one. We also talked about it with Yuji because oh, he was totally. going he yeah. was going around town in that time period too, you know, from a Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melvin uh, Lead came to uh, Halikulani the other night and got up on stage and sang, and it was like, you just don't like it takes yeah. you back. Like they it, just don't. That sound is. She just, blows my mind. She's like a yeah. cat with like twelve lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twelve to fourteen. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. She's always looks good. Sounds good. Yeah. And, uh, She's been doing the Facebook Live thing too. She does every Sunday or something. Yeah, huh? yeah. She's got like a thousand people on and her watching her. Nobody sounds like that. Yeah, nobody she still got like it. Yeah. Who was your favorite to go watch in uh, Waikiki when you were growing up? When I was growing up, um, Sandwich Out Band, Cyril, Ooh. Stephen Hall. I Ryan never Hussey. heard of them. Um, What's Cyril Pahinui? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, they were called Sandwich Isle Band. Sandwich Isle Band, and they played at a place called Palms. Palm Garden and uh, like Bishop Street, uh -huh. old school, just classic island style venue. Skylark, Michael Alva, we all used to hang out. So the gang from like, you know, Noodle Shop and Cobb, Mike, Mike guys, we all rolling Cosimero. We and all then had this. KCCN was the gods back then. So when Skylark, the only station. When, well, I mean, when Skylark then would roll into a place, I mean, it was yeah, like totally, totally. You know, they run the joint. There's and, no local place now outside of Waikiki. No. All right. Well, no, I mean, I guess there's like Honey's and then there's like Hibiscus Club and there's like little pockets, but there's no joint. But like a regular spot. Well, like Alamon Hotel, we were in Kamaina Room. Yeah. Malihini Room was next door. Rap would be there. Olomon. Oh, wow. gosh. Then Brothers Kaz came in yeah. and they flipped the room through Tropics. Upstairs was Melvin. Nate Kanai was in the lobby. Lohelani Cipriano was up all in one hotel it was like hopping. six happening yeah. and then it became rumors was it happening right <laughs> right, right. Yeah. exactly you're right <laughs> nicholas nicholas yeah True. remember yeah. those spots True. but we need a, a spot again what emua lounge was almost getting there and, and then yeah, before no. that what was the other punani's oh, that yeah. was almost punani's there was kind of punani's. yeah that, that was almost there but it didn't quite make it to like the what what we're talking about well, i heard the hula hut's coming back oh That's really is emua's emua's happening again no, they're knocking down the yeah, whole the building. Whole, the whole the block. The whole block is going to be a condo. Those will be houses soon. Yeah, they're ripping down that whole area. Boxes, I'm sorry. On boxes. Yeah. yeah. So they, you, maybe you guys got to find one place outside of, uh, you know, like a Chinatown area or somewhere yeah. that, that needs to have six nights of Hawaiian music. Yeah, where people will love to go. I mean, like I'm at Al Riga Reef every Thursday. Yeah. And that's a resort thing, and you know all you know. Sean, Sean, locals come myself. there too, though. A lot locals of locals come. Yeah, over there. And, I, and I will say, after I've been touring like the past four years, fans like the other night, guys come up to me. Oh, I saw you in Chicago, old town of folk yeah. music. Was like 15 degrees. <laughs> but these guys come. They got the shorts, yeah, yeah, meters, and yeah. they're like, they, they didn't come in two years, and they love their home. I music. was I was lucky enough to open for Henry and John Cruz for like a couple years their summer tours oh. just doing on west the coast. Mainland. Yeah, on wow. the mainland. Yeah. And it's kind of cool cuz then you go see them at Dukes or you go see them here and how many people from the mainland yeah, you know, come and look it. for them. No, exactly. Yeah. You know. It's the that's same, what you're talking about. Yeah, I did George Kahumoku's Slacky show Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, last Wednesday, and, um, yeah, like half the crowd is like they come and they, they book their tickets and 
because we go to their neck of the woods and you know they they come and they come look looking for the shows yeah, yeah. you played with some some pretty big names is there anybody you want to play with that you haven't yet or like to get in the studio with funny you mentioned that one of my goals is to try and get a project together with some some local slacky guys and players and you know do a collaboration of some of the young guys like Ron Artis, maybe yeah. Jack Johnson, oh. Makana. Do a slack key kind of bluesy thing with. Uh, I want. I really Jackson. would. I would love to get in the studio with Ray Cooter. Oh, really? Yeah, because he he was okay. on the Gabby band, right? Ha- have you heard of Brass in L.A.? No, I haven't. So Brass is this promoter. <clears throat> I don't think it's going anymore, but uh, 10, 15 years ago, it was massive. Brass was this promoter who put all the best musicians from everyone's band together. But it was a jam session for like six hours. And they would do secret and places, you Secret said, places right? once a month. And what they do is you just show up with your instrument and you jump on stage and you plug in. And there'd be 20 people just having a jam I session. I and then you wouldn't yeah. know about it till the day. Of, I mean, if yeah. you were to yeah. go, you'd You wouldn't know. Yeah, they you'd get a text. Yeah. I actually saw a couple of sessions of yeah. that. You you, know. Yeah, you get a text. But everyone would show up from Snoop Dogg to Drake because they were looking for musicians. That's ah. right? Mm-hmm. So you had all these celebrities. So it was very tight. And it would be like only 400, 500 people. Um, but I think that's how you do it. You just get everybody to do a jam session one day and just... You just announce it to all the musicians. Every musician can ha- bring 20 people or whatever. Oh, that's And incredible. you find like a warehouse in Kaka'ako. Yeah, I was like, because where are you going to put them? you just a warehouse in Kaka'ako yeah, yeah. with good sound. Well, you see that organic approach is like like what Daryl Hall's doing, you know, Daryl's house. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love that show. It's awesome. I love, love watching that, that show. Because yeah. it's just, in, everything's just so low-key and just... Yeah real because everyone's relaxed yeah right? then they go in the back and barbecue <laughs> yeah i wish you should do something like we, that. we could try to put it together it was somebody's house maybe yeah. um but i you you got to figure out a way where there's it's secret but then you still charge so you guys make money you know like yeah. it's 20 bucks to come or something I, i'd um, be willing to just do it just yeah. for the sake of the fun but but you create what brass did was they created the hype so people that didn't get in were mad Ah, oh, come! I didn't get the text, or oh, it's, you know, Prince was there. Like Prince Crazy. actually showed up. Crazy. Uh, you had all the big name artists would show up mm-hmm. to because the, their band members were playing in these jam sessions, you know, and they you had two drum sets set up, and the drummers would always rotate. They're like one guy a drummer got a half an hour or whatever, and then the next drummer would mm-hmm. go in. It was awesome. I think why I like those people, those guys like that platform is because the rigmarole of touring like when i'm on the road yeah i don't like all the transitional flight air ground i love doing the show the show is the best part but but getting there is hard but these guys i'm sure they think just getting off the grid and doing something organic like that is like not not every musician gets to do it and hang with your peers you build you're building a community your community exactly totally exactly your music community we should talk about doing it can you get some guys together <laughs> no, yeah. If, if we can, we get, we get a place and a, and a platform that that's totally doable. Ruben, we shoot it. We can get a place. We can get a place. Yeah, yeah. easy to get a place. This is easy. Yeah. So with that said, one quick thing is my friend Kylan Reese. Oh, you, yeah. you need to go look up Kate, Kate his his website. He does the whole chronological history of Hawaiian music from the oh, beginning yeah? to now, and how that all country, western, blues, all came from all, rock, all came from yeah. organic music yeah. in Hawaii. But he's working on a collaborative project with. With some big players, and uh, is some, he here? Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's based, based here locally. Here. So we should get talk to uh, sit down and talk to him. So he's with um, 
Martin Guitars. So okay. he got them. To, he he came to my house. There's our first sponsor. We we filmed a Gabby thing, and I he, I played Gabby's guitar wow. on my back porch. Nice. But Kylan is assembling a bunch of like a lot of big time mainstream artists. Yeah. Like Vince Gill and stuff, and we're trying to get Jack in the studio and a bunch. I think John Cruz, a bunch of us, would just like one yeah. of these jam session type things see, with, with see, Martin Guitars. One of the cool things is is if you I saw at Brasses. When they did transitions, like when they would switch out the, the drummer and say the drummer was Dr. Dre's drummer, mm. he would start doing a little different beat, right? And then a rapper would get up and he'd freestyle. Crazy. Wow. And he'd freestyle for like 20 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? You know why? Because at that level, yeah. when, when you hear it as yeah. a musician, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It, you can hear the sort of counter beat and alternate stuff that still fits the groove. Right. Yes. So you come in with your thing yes. and it still fits. Yeah. So I remember the I've only been to one brass session and they had the I don't know if you remember Diggable Planets one of the rappers was there and then uh, uh, De La Soul you remember De La Soul mm. one of the rappers were there and they just jumped on and freestyled and I was like sound like a jazz it sounded like they were playing jazz and they just jumped on and freestyled and I was blown away. I'm thinking of the Gabby remake Kilave. Yeah. Who was that local kind of group that. Oh yes, they went full they, on techno. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah, come on, yeah. And then they just come right over there and start rapping. I think even Def Tech did it. Really? Shen, yeah, in Japan, I think they even did a version. But yeah, I remember a guy who I was have that. No we idea. played it. I'll pull that up and send yeah, you a link. We so played crazy. it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks Congratulations. For thank you. Cousin. Congratulations on everything. And uh, come back anytime. Let's awesome. talk about this uh, jam. Yeah, yes. when you come back with a guitar, yeah, we can talk about we can talk about the maybe we post that jam. Yeah, I'm thinking you call it the jam. That'd be cool. The yeah. jam. And the logo is a guava jelly jar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but all you guys are inside the jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to get out. <laughs> so let, we, we should talk, sit down it, and talk to Sean. It'll be reminiscent of yeah. that, that, that jam Gabby did with his boys like yeah. 45 years ago. Maybe you could even do it in, in Sean's studio, just You're the first one. You're to hurry up and do it because by the time this airs, somebody's going to steal your idea. So yeah, They always do. TikTok. Well, uh, thank you guys for watching. Please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the uh, bell so we can let you know when we have a new show. Kavika Kahiapo, go check him out. Follow him on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Book at It's a Hawaii thing. We'll see you guys next time. Awesome. Ahui ho. Ahui ho. Hawaii.